And not just for the atmosphere's sake, but the possibility that it supported life at one time. Life on Mars may have gotten a toehold, only to be done in by a climate that became so cold all water froze. Size is part of the problem. Mars is small, about half the size of Earth, so it lost its heat more quickly. You've probably noticed something similar if you've ever baked two different sized potatoes. The smaller potato cooks faster and cools off faster than the big potato. Mars, being further from the sun than Earth, is colder, and Venus, which is closer, is hotter. But actually, it's not enough to explain why it's so darn hot on Venus. Again, David Grinspoon. It's really hot on Venus. We're talking metal melting temperatures. You know, spacecraft melting and frying temperatures. It's close to 900 degrees Fahrenheit on Venus, everywhere all the time on the surface. So. It's a remarkable difference, and it turns out that it's not just the distance from the sun; it's largely the mass and composition of the atmosphere. Venus has a huge atmosphere, 90 times the density of Earth's, and it's almost all carbon dioxide. We know that because in the 60s, we and the Russians started flinging spacecraft at Venus every chance we got. Before then, we harbored fantasies that Venus was our twin, quite Earth-like, maybe a little swampy. The 1967 Mariner 5 and Venera 4 spacecraft showed us just how dense and hot Venus really is. Also, by the late 60s, spacecraft flying by Mars had demonstrated beyond any possible doubt that the planet wasn't covered by irrigation canals. We also discovered that the air on Mars, what little is left, is largely carbon dioxide. Earth, says David Grinspoon, is the oddball in the group with its mix of nitrogen, oxygen, and just a tiny amount of carbon dioxide. Now, carbon dioxide is the the scary greenhouse gas that we're worried about on Earth. That we get upset about a few hundred parts per million of CO2 on Earth,、uh, and the terrible things it's doing to our climate. Greenhouse gas. We usually hear the term greenhouse gas associated with global warming, but James Casting says global warming is just a small part of the larger greenhouse effect. If we didn't have any greenhouse effect on the Earth, then the surface would be. Oh, about almost 60 degrees Fahrenheit cooler than it is today. So the average surface temperature would be about zero degrees Fahrenheit, well below the freezing point of water, and in fact the oceans would be entirely frozen. We experience our own personal version of the greenhouse effect when we get into a car that's been sitting in the sun. Sunlight passes through the glass and then starts to heat up you and the inside of the car, but the heat can't get back through the glass, so it stays trapped. Making the inside of the car several degrees warmer than a car sitting in the shade. Casting explains the same basic idea is at work in Earth's atmosphere. The sunlight that gets in, over half of it makes it all the way to the surface where it's absorbed, and that heats the ground because even though these are short wavelengths, there's energy involved there, and so that energy goes into the surface, warms the surface, and then the surface re-radiates that back at these longer infrared wavelengths. And at those wavelengths, both CO2 and water vapor are good absorbers of radiation. In other words, greenhouse gases act like the glass of a car, letting the shorter wavelengths of sunlight through, but keeping the longer wavelengths of heat from going back out. Most scientists believe a similar process was at work in the history of all three planets. Venus developed a runaway greenhouse. Mars lost most of its greenhouse. But Earth settled into a range that swings through ice ages and warm spells, but is never too hot or too cold. So why worry about global warming? Kendrick Taylor is with the Desert Research Institute in Reno, Nevada. 
we know that we're increasing the concentration of greenhouse gases to a level that it's higher than it's been in the last 450,000 years. It's unlikely we humans could trigger anything like a 900-degree day on our planet, but we only have to step a few degrees in that direction to make life very, very uncomfortable. Human activity is really altering one of the big boundary conditions that define what climate we have. When we change the amount of greenhouse gases, we change the amount of heat that's trapped by the Earth, and that potentially could be a very destabilizing force on our climate. Mauna Lao and Pinatubor were the only volcanoes active on Earth today, with reports of mild outgassing. Reports from Venus were inconclusive due to heavy clouds covering the planet. Mars is quiet as usual. Interplanetary traffic and weather on KSOL. It would seem that looking at the skies...